Hello everyone, and welcome to a new episode of Lost in Translation 1. This time we'll be covering Digimon Ghost Game episode 58, Pyramid. I'm May, and I'm joined by the lovely Chloe. Hello. And Quinn is away this week, but we'll have her thoughts on this week's episode next time. So that'll be exciting, but it means that we can't obviously do our overall ranking until we have Quinn's thoughts as well. Mm-hmm. So we'll have that uh, called Quinn's catch-up, but catch-up is spelt with Q, because <laughs> yes. I, I, I do love my oh, alliteration. That's so good. Even yeah, sometimes my alliteration's a bit of a stretch. Uh, so yeah, Quinn's catch up, uh, catch up. Yep, with a, with a Q. Uh, no, I don't know how that that would actually look or be spelled, but you get my idea. It's by Q. I'm Q- a fan. I'm a fan. Anyway. Yeah, yeah. It'd be yeah, it's terrible to ever actually see, but I'm here for it. Yeah, I'm sure it would be actually like Quinn's quatch up. <laughs> <laughs> what about Qu- Quinn's quacking? I don't know. Is, is quacking a term for, like, talking? Because I know ducks quack. Uh, I mean, if at all, I feel like it has negative connotations to it. But Positive I also feel quacking. like it's not something that people say. <laughs> Quinn's cute quacking. Cute is also spelled with a Q. Anyway. <laughs> okay, there we um, go. Anyway, so before we start talking about Neon Genesis Evangelion, we'll go over the synopsis. Oh, but you first. know we're going to at some point. Oh, we always go over Neon Genesis. Like, everything is always Evangelion. Like, mm-hmm. the first time I went to Japan, I was super, super into Neon Genesis Evangelion. And um, there's all these photos of me, like, for being. I was actually 14 when I went, so I was actually <laughs> the, the age of the characters. Uh, and I thought that was super cool. Mm-hmm. So when I went there, there's like a bunch of photos of me looking really surly on public <laughs> transport because like I, I thought that it would like I'd be like this it is like it was an Ava reference, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was it was an Ava reference, but oh, that's um, so good. you know, looking back looking back on these photos, it just looks like I'm a really angry like white teenager <laughs> who's just angry of being on holidays. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't look it doesn't look good, but trust me, I'm I'm having the best. I'm I'm ha- making my own Evangelion references. Yeah. I'm like sitting on tra- <laughs> like trains with like my i like my iPod uh, Nano in like the first gen iPod Nano because it was like 2007, and I'm just I look very happy with myself, uh, but being happy with myself internally, not mm-hmm. externally. I look incredibly surly, and that's really good. They're just not good photos because I look angry, but that was the. I was having a good time, trust me. Anyway, so... In context, uh, it's very cute, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, in context, it's great. But without context, I'm just an angry Uh, Mm -hmm, mm 14-year-old. So I look like one anyway. So anyway, uh, synopsis. So this week we have Digimon having a spin on the old Sphinx that asks riddles and then does something evil to you if you don't get it right. And we don't actually have any characters actually attempt the riddle, which I kind of love. It's, uh, they're just kind of scared and horrified and confused by yeah. what's happening which is complete like no one's trying to answer the riddle because it it's just a random person asking a riddle and then you see the random person and it's a giant monster mm-hmm. which you would definitely not pay attention to anything that's being said because you would be just terrified so i'm a big fan of that mm-hmm. so uh no characters are able to guess the riddle or even attempt it and are basically just turned into stone in the most horrific way. Like, they don't just turn into stone, like, stone bursts out of them. Yeah, it was, I I really liked that. Yeah, I thought we were going to start killing humans again, but because it doesn't look like something that you can recover from. Fortunately, you can recover from anything, if the plot allows it. Except being, like, burnt to death. That one's pretty permanent. I wouldn't be surprised, like... 
it is entirely plausible that they could have just unburned to ashes him at the end of the episode. I'm glad that yeah. they didn't, but it, I wouldn't oh, have glad. put it past them. It's really like, I'm, I need to go through each episode and work out what the, like, if it was a, a casualty or just like a temporary inconvenience mm-hmm. and what it was. Like, I know Digitamon, I'm pretty sure, just eight people and I don't think they came back. Yeah, yeah, I believe you're right. We got to figure out the ghost with- game body count. Yeah, I feel like it's it's just like it's fairly low, uh, but anyway. But it's definitely so, not zero. Is that can that be said for any oh, other uh, or like most of the other Digimon series? I haven't watched um, them. Usually, but. it's like one adult might die, mm-hmm. and like uh, in zero two, we had one adult. In Tamers, it was kind of like off, like it was before the events of the series. We just kind of know that a character died. Uh, same with Frontier. So it, and. Uh, Savers actually did have a, an adult die, so, but it's usually, it's it's never like it's always just one, and it's sometimes like off screen or just implied. But in any case, mm-hmm. so Ghost Game has definitely got a higher body count than any other like season in terms yeah. of human death. We're at least in double digits. I doubt triple digits yeah. yet, but I want I am curious to know how far from triple digits we would be. Uh, yeah. Well, surprisingly, like, well, yeah, we've had we've had quite a few, but anyway, so. We find out that Ancient Sphinxmon is building a pyramid using the stones made from people to summon Pharaohmon, and we find out about this from Mummymon. So we get all the like the the similar sort of themed Digimon together in this episode, which is kind of nice. Mm-hmm. Then Hiro and Kyoshiro both get asked riddles, and I mean Hiro at least notices that it's a riddle, mm-hmm. but Kyo- I, I was so- sort of expecting Kyoshiro to be able to guess the riddle because he's Kiyoshiro, like he's, mm-hmm. he's meant to be the smart one. But no one actually gets any riddles right, which is, I guess, because kind of sometimes riddles are a little bit dumb. And oh, I yeah. think that was like the, the moral of the story is that riddles are dumb and they're ones that like in hindsight seem obvious, but when you're being asked them, don't. Yeah, I mean, that's, yeah. The, the moral of the which story is-, is you're not obligated to engage with weirdos who come up to you and ask you riddles. <laughs> <laughs> but you might be turned to stone. You might be turned to stone. You might. It's just a stoned guy asking you riddles. <laughs> stoned. That's the real uh, life equivalent. Yeah. Anyway, so then we have uh, Ruli going into fight Ancient Sphinxmon. Ancient Sphinxmon is like, hey, you, I want you to be the uh, the final stone in the pyramid. And really just fights, I guess, for a while. We have Lamontmon fighting and then really falls off Erdramon. Um, Erdramon being attacked out of the air. I was more concerned about Erdramon. I'm sorry, really, but wow. I need to know. Is he, is Erdramon okay? Like, wow. really got rescued by Lamontmon. Like, nobody cared about Erdramon except for me. Uh-huh. uh-huh. Then when we have Ruli getting her shoes taken, which is apparently the first step of being turned to stone. I don't know. I guess it's, it sounded cool, but it just means that we have a bunch of shoes left behind. <laughs> and Ancient Sphinxmon asks Ruli a riddle, and Lamontmon starts to say, Hey, Ruli, how about all these hobbies? And then they start yelling out their hobbies together. Lamontmon evolves in a f- pretty cool sequence. Then Diobitmon, who is Lamontmon's megaform, starts fighting Ancient Sphinxmon. Ancient Sphinxmon is about to push uh, Dilbertmon into like a, a portal into hell, I guess. And the realm Diabitmon of death, or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, or, or whatever. The the vague the vague portal of somethingness. The vague enter so, this and you die place. 
Yeah, it's very like, hey, this is just a portal. It goes somewhere, probably, or maybe you die. Who knows? But it's definitely, you don't want to go in there. Then we have Delbert Mon kind of like push Ancient Sphinx Mon in, and then looks kind of guilty that he's done that. And uh, yeah, and the episode ends. Now that we've gone over the synopsis and spoken about me being a surly teenager because of Neon Genesis Evangelion or something, let's go over the discussion of this week's episode. So what are our highlights this week? Uh, so last week I had predicted that we're just doing Other Side Picnic this week, and while we weren't exactly doing Other Side Picnic, we weren't not doing Other Side Picnic either. Having just weird structures floating out in the, uh, out in a place, and, you know, arbitrary rules that if you don't follow lead to death, that's, that's fairly Other Side Picnic, so I was a fan of that. Um, also, really playing the piano really well was excellent. Um, and th- here comes the obligatory Ava because it was very uh, reminiscent of Shinji and Kaoru's homoerotic duet. Yeah. Uh, and there was even right after that a character named Kaoru. Like, this episode yeah. was just made for me. <laughs> and also, the pyramid was just kind of a little bit reminding me of the Geofront, like the giant pyramid. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Yeah. I think that's what they called the Geofront. I don't know. I just know there's a giant pyramid in Evangelion. Yeah. I know what you're talking about. I'm admittedly yeah. a little not, uh, unclear on what exactly that's called. It's a pyramid. But, it's just yeah. a big triangle thing. The thing. Uh, but yeah, yeah, go ahead. I was just going to say, um, I like that Mummy Mon, I mentioned in the synopsis uh, go over, but I do like that Mummy Mon was relevant uh, because Egyptian themed, so that was kind of cool. Mm-hmm. I appreciated that. I really liked the bursting into pillars thing. I thought that was really sick. I honestly kind of wish they had just stayed as these weird, like, pillar piles instead of turning into, like, solid slabs of stone. But it was still cool for a oh, bit yeah, at least. Oh, yeah, it was a cool effect. It was definitely a cool effect. And I, But I, I still think that, like, it looked painful. Like, the guy who gets... Like, the first guy at the start of the episode who gets just turned to stone... Mm-hmm. He looks like he's having a bad time. It looks incredibly painful. Yeah, yeah. That was another vaguely other side picnic thing. Yeah. Um, I was also really happy that we just we got a Ruli episode where she had agency in the plot. She was not the damsel in distress. She was like the last line of defense. That was cool. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I, I like how we have some actual character from both her and Angoramon. We have Ruli explaining why she still plays piano but she doesn't like go to recitals even though she's really good at it because it's not what she doesn't enjoy the recitals she enjoys Uh just playing just for her Mm -hmm. and that was that was a really nice like insight into her character that like just because you do something doesn't mean you have to do like and enjoy doing something and you're good at doing the thing doesn't mean that you necessarily have to do it professionally or do it for an audience. She just does it for herself and do, and also Angoramon who enjoys the piano playing. So I I mm-hmm. like those insights. Yep. Uh, also, mark this occasion on your calendars and never forget it because this is probably the only time you will ever hear me say, "Wow, that was a pretty cool evolution sequence." Yeah, I'm really loving what they're doing. I mean, I know we've only seen the two evolution sequences so far, but I really appreciate how like how well animated they are. I like the fact that it almost kind of brings in the human partner as well, which you don't really typically see. Maybe you see them at the start, but mm-hmm. not like during just like thrown into the air as you as the Digimon just kind of is a ball of energy. I feel like that's a really cool effect. Uh-huh. 
and it just it looks really neat and I like that while they're not physically becoming the Digimon like in other seasons we have them still participate in the evolution sequence in like the actual battle and that's I guess shown because the the Digivice is sort of what's connecting them to their Digimon so they're a little bit more connected than previous seasons because they have a physical object tying them to each other that's not just like vague fate and destiny and magic mm-hmm. it's just tech I, I like that i like how it makes sense that it shouldn't necessarily have to be a magic fate based or destiny based tie yeah because it's the digital world and it revolves around tech so tech should be able to replace the ties of destiny and i i, I, I don't know i like ghost game yeah it's fun i also liked that uh it was a kind of blink and you miss it thing, but the new evolution sequence had some very uh, Lance of Longinus looking weapons in it. Oh yeah, yeah. So you know, I, I just I like, I just yeah, I just liked how it was animated. I also an, another highlight of mine is that I like that we have Angoramon's mega form looking guilty when Ancient Sphinxmon died, in a similar sort of way that we had Simba Angoramon killing Digitamamon and looking guilty about it. I do appreciate that he seems to have. Some well, kind of like I mean, like guilt? he was guilty about killing Digitamamon because Digitamamon used to be his friend, right? Yeah. Like I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Uh, at least I'm pretty sure that you know he's killed others and not really felt that bad about it. I'm like ninety percent sure on that, though. I'm not a hundred percent sure that that's actually happened. I think that he's. I think he's always been kind of like a let's try to reason with them and not try to kill them. And he was even like that. I mean, Digitamon was his friend, yes, but he still. Wanted, he doesn't. He doesn't seem to want to resort to violence. But Lamormon, on the other hand, does revo- resort to violence. So it's kind of interesting that we went from like gentleman dude likes drinking tea, doesn't want to fight, wants to talk it out, to just monster rage who monster. Will yeah. just wants to murder everything and everyone and needs to be kind of told off by Ruli whenever he looks like he's about to just go berserk. Mm-hmm. In a very Evangelion kind of like, oh, Ava Unit 1's going berserk, oh, kind of way. Yeah. And now we just have Gentleman again. It feels like kind of a weird jump from, like, Gentleman to Monster back to Gentleman again. And speaking of which, like, Dildot 1 is just a dude. Yeah, I'm like, not sure how I feel about that. Yeah, I, I, I think he's a cool design. On its own, he's, he's a cool... I like him. I think he's cool. He fits really because really likes swordsman novels, and that's one of the things that Angoramon actually shouted out. It was, like, the second one, like, after Piano. It was, like, Piano, swordsman novels. And then he becomes, mm-hmm. like, this gentleman he swordsman. He weeps kind of so thing. hard, he, yeah. evol- he evolves. <laughs> yeah. It's really what, good. What if, that is, what if that is what motivated him? And usually he's just, like, a fluffy, is, is bunny kind of dude. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, he's so motivated by these swordsman novels, he just becomes a dude. Yeah. But uh, overall, yeah, I'm not a fan of this being an evolution for Angoramon, but hmm. on its own, I think it's it's a cool, it's a cool evolution. Like, it looks it looks cool, but I just, I feel like it just, I liked Lamont 1 being kind of uncontrollable and goes berserk. Mm-hmm. I don't know why we just went to just a dude, and he's just a human. Yeah. Like, he's got like a human kind of face, and I'm, I'm not a kind of got fan. a rabbit mask. Yeah, he's just kind of like is dude. Like that that's what he is, but I I do like the design overall. Yeah. Yeah. Any other highlights? Uh I think we hit all of mine. Okay, low light time. What were our low lights? So, I'm I feel a little pedantic for this one, but when Gamamon was rushing to Angoramon and was like, "It was a Digimon." And Gamamon's like, "A Digimon?" And it's like, 
literally, come on, what else would it ever be? You've got to stop being the- so surprised by this. Yeah, the show is called Digimon, and every, like, episode, the Mon of the Week is a Mon of the Week, a Digimon of the Week, if you yeah. will. Yeah, has the weird phenomenon and- ever not been a Digimon? Like, you you got to stop being so like- surprised. This happens a lot in Digimon. Like, there was, I think it's in the Digimon movie where they just find a Digimon and they're like, hey, look, it's a Digimon. And then the character's like, a Digimon? Like, they're so confused Uh by the existence of a Digimon, despite them themselves being Digimon and consistently seeing Digimon. And they're on the path to find a Digimon. It just, it is always kind of like, well, of course, like, and this happens every week for Ghost Game, I feel like. A Digimon's causing this. Oh, no way. A Digimon? Really? Mm-hmm. Like, they just consistently seem very surprised that Digimon are the cause of these issues that they're having every week. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have, like, I have two lowlights, which aren't really lowlights about the episode, <laughs> but what? what? So, uh, so, I'm sorry. Yumi has a Q-tip, and she is going just bonkers with it. Are you sure Yumi's not a Digimon? <laughs> She's like tossing it around the room from her mouth. Oh my god. It's just oh, a Q-tip. <laughs> or is it a cute tip? Uh, it, it's become a cute tip. Okay, sorry for yeah. the interruption. Anyway, so I, I have uh, no worries. It's And if this was an episode of Digimon, it'd be like, no, that's not Yumi, that's a Digimon. Mm-hmm. And you'd be like, a, a Digimon? Digimon? What is that? Uh-huh. Anyway, so I do have two lowlights, but again, they're not really, they're not necessarily lowlights about the episode, about what it did. It's about what I was kind of expecting to happen, which I can't really fault an episode for not doing something I expected because I didn't write it, so whatever. But anyway, the, and these two points are... One, I was kind of hoping that Ruli was able to control and evolve Jellymon and Gammon too, because we've done it twice mm. and just with Jellymon. Have we done and, it twice? I mean, Ruli, yeah, Ruli was able to control Jellymon once, and then uh, Hero was able to control Jellymon. Oh, that's right. I forgot about the time that Hero did that. Okay, okay. Yeah, in the, yep. in the Curly episode with Kalmaramon, who doesn't like straight things. Yep, 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 yep. That's right. So, I just... I, feel, I, I wonder why... We showed that we could do that. Like, why was that a mechanic when it's only been relevant twice and they don't always use it when they can? Like, this would have been a great chance to use it, mm-hmm. but really doesn't even try to do it at all. And we don't have Kyosho, we don't have heroes, so we just have two child-level Digimon fighting when we know that they should be able to evolve with Ruli standing there. At least Jellymon should, because she's been able to be evolved by Ruli before. Mm-hmm. So that that felt kind of like, not so much like something that was wrong with the episode, but it felt like a missed opportunity to just expand on that a little bit more, because it's happened twice, which means that it is possible. Yeah. I don't know. At just... the same time, I guess I'm kind of glad that they don't do it every time that we have someone unable to use their Digimon and just, you know, have someone else do it for them. Yeah, but we've done it twice in 58 episodes. Like, I'd like to at least do it as a sometimes thing, especially when the rest of the cast are being turned to stone or whatever. Yeah, so, well, but I think the difference was in this case, Angoramon was still available. It's not like she couldn't use Angoramon and had to use Jellymon. She was going to stick with her buddy, you know? Oh, uh, yeah, that that is true. Like, the both both times we've had uh, it just being Ruli and Jellymon, and then the next time Gammon had lost his temper with Hero because they were fighting over who bit the tablet, 
Mm-hmm. And I, I get Gamamon wasn't around, so I, I guess that makes sense. Like they can't just say, "Hey, I need to get someone to evolve." Mm-hmm. But still, I just want it to happen again. But that that is a good point. Uh, my next point is that I was kind of expecting it to be another battle of wits or like a riddle battle kind of thing, rather than Angoramon just saying things it really likes to motivate her <laughs> to just not die. It felt like like. At no point did really feel like, look look like she was going to die and she was just giving in to dying or anything. But her line of like uh, being along something along the lines of um, I have so many hobbies that I want to experience so I don't want to like die yet. It feels like w- where did this like were you feeling like you were dying before? I mean I know you were about to be turned to stone, but yeah, I think that would hadn't... qualify as being killed. <laughs> yeah, but she hadn't. There wasn't like a moment of oh I should just give up like and I felt like the that line usually comes after just giving up but she doesn't even attempt the riddle she doesn't even think about it and Goromon just starts yelling things that she likes and then she's like hey I'm motivated to not die but it wasn't even relevant to the riddle at all it felt like it just felt like what was expected and that that's not necessarily a bad thing it was just like okay they had like a motivational like hey, you have so much to live for, here are some things you like, and we're saying them together because we're a team kind mm-hmm. of moment that we just get We get a lot in Digimon. Mm-hmm. So, and it wasn't done necessarily badly. It was, it was, I think it was done quite well, but it didn't really stand out as anything unique. It didn't feel like we were doing anything special that we haven't done before. It just felt like, oh, we're just doing an evolution episode. And again, it did it well, but it didn't do anything unique. Yeah, and that—that's basically like it's kind of like a, a yeah, it's a low light of what could have been, which isn't like a, a tr- like neither of these things are like true low lights, but I just felt like it could have been done better, but it was still done fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my only low light was that, uh, or my only other low light rather, was that like literally, why even fight Ruli? Why not just immediately turn her into stone? She already, like, didn't answer the riddle twice, and we've seen him turn people to stones for less. And he apparently was one stone shy. Like, it just yeah. seems like a you really should have just not dropped the ball there, bud, sort of situation. Yeah, it felt like he just didn't turn her to riddle, to riddle? Turn her to stone after she she couldn't solve the riddle because of plot. Yeah, yeah, to have it so that there could be a conflict, because otherwise it would have just been too easy of a win. Like, he could have just turned her to stone and have been done with it, but he didn't, because plot. Like, he was just, like, distracted, I guess, from the battle, so that could be why he didn't just turn her to stone anyway. But, no, that that is a good point. Yeah, that's all I've got. Yeah, that, that that's all I've got as well. Uh, but overall, yeah, like it's fine. It's not like it's not bad. Like this episode, it just wasn't fantastic. So anyway, so favorite character, who was yours? Oh, really? Definitely. That that is completely fair. I actually went with Angoramon. I just liked how he had like insight into his character and the bit when we got insight about Ruli's character. Angoramon asked. So mm-hmm. I felt like both of them had good characters this episode, which is good because sometimes they're just kind of left there as, hey, they're also here. They're also relevant. And I'm glad that we were able to uh, temporarily kill off Hiro and Kiyoshiro so we could have them be characters. So that was good. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, both valid choices. Uh, in next rating, I gave this episode a three out of five oh. just because it's it's fine. 
Again, it doesn't do anything incredible, at least to me. I wasn't, like, wowed by this episode. It looked amazing. I really enjoyed watching it. But it didn't really... It's not a standout episode. When I remember this episode, I'll be like, hey, this is the episode where Angoramon evolves. And I don't think I'll really... And maybe, like, the body horror. But that's that's in most episodes of Ghost Games. I can say, hey, they had that episode had body horror. Even the episodes I didn't like were like, hey... Mm-hmm. Body horror. That's cool. Yeah, like most that. of the time it's a. Do you even realize how little that narrows it down? Sort of situation. Yeah, it does. I don't. I think that I'm fairly certain that most episodes, if not all, have body horror. So that's something that I guess really wouldn't separate any character, uh, any episodes out, or any characters out from an episode. But yeah, I don't feel like this episode had anything that was like stand out. Is the word? It didn't stand out much. So it was enjoyable. That's fair. And I'm sorry if you can hear the chicken in the background again. It is... I was just thinking before we started the podcast, hey, I haven't had the chicken for a while, and the he chicken must that... be psychic. Yeah. Or the rooster or whatever it is. But I just... I was just thinking, gee, that chick, that rooster slash chicken or Digimon probably, whatever it is. <laughs> Digimon? Um, Digimon? Uh, the Yumi's friend in Australia, the rooster. Uh, and it's just going nuts right now. It's like going every ten seconds. That poor rooster. I'm I'm concerned. That that doesn't seem like no. It's it's also like it's not early morning. It is two forty six in the afternoon. Mm. Um, that's not what roosters should be doing. Um, that that anyway. Yeah. So, yeah, three out of five. It's not a standout episode, but it's not necessarily lackluster either. It doesn't have anything that I really hate. It doesn't do anything badly. It does a few things well. Or just okay. So, yeah, three out of five. Chloe, Fair. what did you give this out of five? Uh, I probably am going to be uh, scoring higher than most on this one. I gave it a 4.5. That's also valid. Like, it, it did look good. Like Yeah, I liked it a lot. I th- and I think the one thing that I really liked about this one that, like, really gave it, like, a big points boost was that it was a Ruli episode where Ruli had agency. And there's, like, so, like... I remember on maybe not every, but many really focused episodes being like, okay, yeah, cool. She's the damsel in distress, got herself into a pinch again. Uh, and Yeah, no, that that's fair. That That is a really, really good point. Mm-hmm. Like, even in an episode where I thought it was a really episode, the uh, the Vamdemon one, where they went to the Crimson Banquet, I think it was called, mm-hmm. that ended up being a hero episode for some reason, which is yeah. still just like... That feels wrong to me. It was definitely a Ruli episode until Hero showed up to rescue Ruli and then just got an evolution. So that's that's still something that's surprising. Mm-hmm. In any case, uh, ranking, because we can't do our overall ranking because we need Quinn for that, so we'll have that in Quinn's quacking slash quatch up. I don't know. <laughs> uh, my, my ranking is in 36th place, which, yes, that sounds very low, but you've got to remember, I have given, like, Way entirely too many fives. <laughs> and there's quite a few fours, too. So I believe this is at the top of my threes, uh, at 36th place, uh, because I've also, guess what, given a lot of threes. So, um, yeah, it's, it's going to be in 36th place, which is... I guess in the, in the low half, but uh-huh. that doesn't mean I didn't like it. I still liked this episode. I just gave too many fours and fives. Well, it's only in the lower I'm half f- of episodes so far. If there's enough episodes, it might not be in the lower half eventually. That That is true. And overall, I think I'm just enjoying Ghost Games. So a 36th place in a series that I like is not that bad. Uh-huh. at all like I'm, I'm just in, i'm enjoying ghost game overall there's only been a few episodes where i've just been like this is bad 
so I'm I'm fairly positive. So where are you putting you, this episode in your ranking, Chloe? It ended up in 14th place on mine. Wow. Yeah. So that is... Towards between... the top of my 4.5s. I'm not 100% positive if it's my top 4.5 or yeah, not. Yeah, so but... that's between Buck and Neko and Who Are You, right? Yes, above Who Are You, below Buck and Neko. Coolios. So overall, this episode did, did pretty well. If, even though mine was a three, it's a... I, I, I give a lot of fours and fives, so that's fine. Mm-hmm. Any miscellaneous thoughts or about things we haven't mentioned or forgot to mention or oh, thinking about now? I did have a miscellaneous thought, actually. Uh, yep. So, what do we mean when we say that this Digimon has existed since ancient times? Like, does okay, that imply so, so that some that some Digimon predate electronics, or is it like a you know like the ancient um, past of the mid nineteen hundreds? Okay, so. Ancient Digimon do exist. They are from Digimon Frontier, and they exist in, like, an ancient version of the digital world, which, as far as I'm aware, I might be wrong here, Digimon lore is surprisingly not my strong suit. Uh, there's, a, there's a lot of it, uh, but I and I only know, like, little, like, smidgens. I don't believe but you. But as far as... as far, <laughs> no, no, there is a lot of lore. Um, so there is, like, this ancient time, which was in Digimon Frontier, where a bunch of Digimon existed and were these ancient warriors and they were the kind of like the main part of the backstory to Digimon Frontier and as far as I'm aware there's no like set time where they come from all it said is like they're from an ancient time in the digital world which again it the time in digital world in many seasons moves a lot faster than the human world like it could be a year in the digital world and maybe only a few minutes in the human world. Like, time moves really quickly. So the ancient time might be, like, thousands and thousands of years, but very well could just be the start of technology in the human world. like 1960. Yeah, so it could be the start of when we had, like, uh, the the ARPANET, or, like, you Mm -hmm. know, the the precursor to the internet. Like, very early versions of the internet and very early versions of technology. So... That being, like, I was going to say 40 years, but that's not, like, the, the 60s aren't 40 years ago. They're 60 years ago mm-hmm. uh, somehow. Um, do do not ask your friends who were born in 1993 how they're feeling about the year being 2023 because <laughs> they are realizing that they are turning 30 or they are entering their 30s. Uh, they can no longer pick things up without screaming. Anyway. Oh, yeah. It's going to be so my yeah, 29th uh, in a bit here. So you you enjoy the end feeling. of your twenties. Yep. Yeah, it is. It is like wow. I'm kind of an adult now, and you look back and like all the adults I've ever met who were like younger than me or my age, just like I, they felt like they had so much going on, but I don't. It's it's anyway. Aging is scary. Uh-huh. Anyway, so yeah. So the ancient times very well could have been just like sixty years ago in the real world, but you know, many many thousands of years in the digital world. So uh-huh. that could be mainly where it comes from but yeah there's probably more lore there that i'm just not aware of but yeah there are a bunch there are i think there are 10 ancient digimon for each element hmm. so we've got ancient Irismon, who's wind ancient mermaimon who is water and ancient sphinxmon is darkness and of course the fire and light ones are ancient greymon and ancient garurumon because of course they are because they're greymon and garurumon the main characters yeah of course so that's there's some there's some law there, but as far as I'm aware, there's not there's not like a set time. But if I had to guess, it'd be like the start of technology, which would very much equate to 
many, 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 many thousands of years, maybe even millions, depending on what the exact conversion rate is there. Mm-hmm. But uh, yes, that is cool. I do like when we get into a little bit of lore, I guess. And uh, yeah, I don't really have any other thoughts about this episode. What about yourself? Uh, my last miscellaneous thought was that when I saw the new outro, I just thought, there's not going to be another one as good as Monster Disco. They should just stop trying and bring Monster Disco oh, yeah. back, please. I mean, this one, this one was good. This this outro was eh, pretty good, but it was Monster fine. Disco is still my favorite. But yeah, like, I liked th- the yeah. recent outros have all just felt really samey to me, like... They don't oh, yeah, really have definitely. much, like, character to them, which is a nonsense statement, but... I, I like the art. The art is good. Like, the the images that we see are always very cute, and we get a lot of nice images in the outros, mm-hmm. but again, they, 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 like, they, they, they peaked at Monster Disco. Yeah. I don't think they can top Monster Disco at this point. I, I hope to be pleasantly surprised, but oh, Monster yeah. Disco I'm... has taken the cake so far. Yeah, absolutely. Like, I'm... I will never complain to have a new favorite takeover, but Monster Disco, come on, that mm-hmm. was just—it had—it was just so funky. I like. It was. I have. I have. I. I listen to it sometimes when I work, and I'm like, yeah, ready to start my, <laughs> even though it's even though it's an ending song, it's it feels very much like a start song. Yeah, it's the start of a good time. It is. It's always a start. It's just. It's just a fun kind of like it has like you know the thunder and the laughter. It's creepy, but it's also funky. It perfectly describes Digimon Ghost Game. Time for pondering Postmon Pat and predictions. So let's go and look at the YouTube comments for episode 57, which was two weeks ago. So first of all, we have Duxio, who says they really loved episode 57. Seeing Gulas glaring at Lilithmon for a moment before receding to let Gammon continue saving Kotaro was really tense. And about Kotaro, the only thing they'd say in defense of him is that he did say try to say that he couldn't drive, but they forced him to enter the address so he couldn't even drive them in circles. And, yeah, I mean, like, I'm at least happy that we got to... Like, every time he's kind of being a little bit creepy, he gets punished for it, at least, at this point. Mm-hmm. Next, we have Cannoli, who says that while it wasn't the Christmas episode that they would have expected, they really liked the episode. Their favourite character moment was definitely Lamontmon shaking his head so aggressively after Thetismon cured everybody. And, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I, I love Lamontmon. I'm hoping that we still get to see Lamontmon a little bit more now that we've got his mega form in. But yeah, who's who's to say? Next we have Daniel Smith who says that Hero's dad being straight up dead would be an extra spicy plot point, especially for this kind of show. They actually don't know who we're referring to about whether he was dead or along, but it reminds them of Metal Gear Solid games. And there was a character who wasn't actually um, a character. It was a big boss all along or something. Hmm. Um, yeah, I'm... So, just for uh, a recap, Chloe, uh, there is a recent thing that came out and you kind of go to look for this person and it's then revealed that the person has been replaced by, like, an AI robot and it's not actually them. They actually died, like, quite a bit ago. ago. Hmm. Uh, but I'm not saying what it is because it's so recent. And it's something that... Um, I I can imagine it's it's I'm not even saying if it's a I'm, I'm I can't even remember if I said it was a game or a TV show or something but I'm not gonna say I, I can't even remember if you specified no because it was um it was when we were recording separate that's why I'm sort of ah happy. so yeah, it is something that I kind of assume that people who are listening to this might be consuming and I've it's been a few months but since it came out but I still don't want to spoil it but anyway it's something where I'm expecting that Hero's dad. They end up finding him, but it's not actually him. He's been replaced, is basically, just to summarise. 
That'd be At cool. least that's my theory. Uh, we do know that in an upcoming TCG set, the there is a card for Hero's Dad. So in oh, the card game, he's a Digimon. Like, no, no, um, no. So all the humans do get cards. Uh, uh, they get they get they get what it's called a Tamer card, which I guess is like a Planeswalker, an MTG, or a Trainer card in the Pokemon card game. They're so, trainer cards. Okay. I, I think so. I don't actually play the Pokemon card game. I'm just I just Me think either. I've seen trainer cards, so I'm not 100 percent sure there. But it's kind of like a isn't a Digimon. You kind of can cast it, and it does like it stays on the battlefield and does effects. It's just it's a planeswalker basically from Magic the Gathering. So we do know the hero's dad uh, does get one of those, which yeah are usually given to people who are. Alive and not alive. No, not necessarily alive because characters from Digimon Try also got them that do die, mm. but they are also they have Digimon or at least they are characters. So I'm wondering if that means anything that he's getting a trainer card because or tamer card rather because no other adults have unless they have Digimon of their own. So that that's kind of interesting. Uh, next, we have user ZP who says seeing one any of the seven deadly sin Digimon is always really cool, and they wish they got more Lilithmon in episode fifty-seven. Their presence in this episode felt very sinister, and that they're saying that they hope that she does come back to team up with Gamon in future episodes. Maybe the other sins would show up later on, since Lucimon is in the intro. And yeah, that is a good point. We do see Lucimon in the start, but I think it was said very early on that the Digimon appearing in the start could just be Digimon that were just picked because they looked cool, and they won't be ones that actually show up. Mm-hmm. They just Next fit the vibe. K- yeah, they just fit the vibe. Next we have KG James, who says it'd be awesome if Lilithmon recruited Ghoulis Gammon and then Jellymon and Angoramon had to evolve again to stop them. Then we have Lazy Crocono, who says they did enjoy the episode a lot, and Lil- and they did enjoy Lilithmon, but they wish that she didn't just call it quits that easy, and let's face it, Ghoulis is an edgelord who will say, I won't take orders by you, and end up betraying her or not joining her at all, and that that is completely fair, like, mm-hmm. I guess... Like, Gilles Gammon is kind of, like, his own kind of wild card, lone wolf kind of thing. Like, Lilithmon would be like, okay, join my team. And he'd be like, he'd be like um, how about you join my team? Mm-hmm. And that's something I love about Gilles Gammon anyway. Uh, then they say that the next episode, so this episode that we just talked about, is looking cool. They hope that it focuses on really it does. Yeah. And it, maybe we'll get an evolution. We do. I was surprised, though. If, I wasn't expecting yeah, an evolution oh, this week. Especially because Angoramon and Lazy Croconaw does make this point that uh, normally Angoramon evolves kind of late, but it feels mm-hmm. like not so much, and maybe we'll get Jellymon next week because we're just kind of, I guess, feeling yeah. like we're wrapping up the show, which is which is kind of cool. Hmm. Do we normally uh, not get these week? evolutions until we're about to wrap up? Uh, for Mega, um, yeah, typically Mega is left at the very end, but I'm also mm, saying that okay. it feels like we're getting like rapid-fire plot and evolution episodes. Which yeah. in Ghost Game we've like there was kind of like a big gap of filler between all the adults and then all the perfect levels, so mm-hmm, it mm-hmm. just feels like it's starting to wrap up, or okay. at least we're yeah, I, getting I, to a point where we're getting to Mega. I can see that. Anyway, next we have Allison who says that they drew based mod and made crack more vicious mode as two of the most beautiful, attractive, and alluring characters and there's just a lot of synonyms for alluring and heavenly gorgeous so i'm, I'm going to use that list when i describe chloe and quinn i guess <laughs> next week um this franchise has ever seen but when it was Lilith Mon's turn they just make her 
look less alluring. We don't have like the big breasts like we have with Lilithmon in Cross Wars. The ghost game yeah. producers made their preferences clear in the latest episode. P.S. I'm not a furry. <laughs> <laughs> I, I get, I get, I get what they mean. Like they definitely made her like kind of more like she's not just this sensual thing. She's also kind of classy. Um, I still would really like a a dub of Ghost Game where she's voiced by Jennifer Coolidge. Like, oh my god, look at these digi-destined. Like, it would feel so... It would fit so well, especially... Like, I am on a Jennifer Coolidge, like, kick at the moment. Um, she's fantastic. Um, yeah, she's in so many things lately, and it's just kind of wonderful, so I, at the very least we should have, like, a Jennifer Coolidge, like, impersonator, like how we have Christopher Walken Ice Devimon, who's actually not voiced by Christopher Walken, but it's definitely an impression, like, <laughs> oh my god, Gammon, you should join my team! <sighs> like, it would fit so, like, I just, she'd be perfect, like, just, just, why, please! Like, ah, oh, these Digimon, ah, oh. They're really, they're really getting to me, you know. <laughs> like it would be perfect. Anyway, um, I'm, I've been on You're the Jennifer Coolidge thing. You're having quite the time. I'm having. It's very warm in here, so I'm probably just also dying. Um, <laughs> and becoming Jennifer Coolidge, apparently. Anyway, next up we have Geosaga, who says that they liked episode fifty-seven, five out of five. But the main bad this episode was really well written, and she felt classy and dominating in this episode with how she commanded her partner and Kotaro. Great atmosphere with her, and the battle was great. Super, super, super agree. Mm -hmm. uh, they said they also don't like Kotaro, but the criticism that we gave seemed a bit too much. He couldn't really try to slow her down since he had to put the address for the car to self-drive there. He was calling girls his own age, beautiful angels, and we were doing the same thing with Lilithmon. Yeah, yeah that, that, that is a good point. Like, it did feel less like he was as creepy as he's been in previous episodes. Like, he was at least, like, he was just calling them angels, I guess. Still don't Instead do that. Of, like, That's kind of weird. <laughs> To be fair, I, I, I call y'all angels. Mm. So I, I, I say that y'all are beautiful, so maybe it's... So I, I, I do see Gia Saga's point here. Mm. Maybe. But, uh, and it also, it did it did kind of progress the plot of the episode. So yeah, I, I, yeah, I, I, I understand. Uh, then lastly, we have Luke who says that they hope they get to see Gilus Gammon get his ass kicked by a stronger evil Digimon and then get really annoyed and then evolve himself into his perfect form. And yeah... That that would be cool. I'm wondering if that's what we'll have. Like, it'll be like a moment where Gulus Gammon isn't able to fight anything, which is fair because he's an adult and we're now having very strong mega forms show up. So I'm kind of expecting that to be a thing. And that's it for Postmon. Pat, do we have any uh, thoughts about how the series is going so far? Uh, nah, not really. Yeah, I think I already said my bit about how... It ju it feels like we're, we're kind we're of getting down. into like yeah it feels like we're winding down for the series because we are getting quite a few like plot or non filler episodes mm -hmm. in the last like little chunk which for an episodic show would mean that we are wrapping up like Atmon was the same Atmon was fairly episodic a lot of the episodes were just kind of mon of the week same with Young Hunters we get like mon of the week and then all of a sudden in the last like chunk of episodes we are continuously fighting mm -hmm. the big bad or we're working towards the big bad or we're getting our end of game evolutions in. So I definitely feel like we, at this point we are wrapping up or at least it feels to be that way. 
And I guess moving on to our next uh, discussion topic, predictions for next episode, episode 59, Jiraiya. I'm thinking that this will be a Jellymon episode yeah. uh, based on the, uh, the, the preview we get. It seems to be Kyoshiro looks like he's having a bad time. Jellymon looks really upset. I'm wondering if this will be an e- another evolution episode to continue like this trend of like we're just getting the evolutions out so we can go to do some plot because at this point it's not too much of a spoiler if I say this but we Gammon does have multiple mega forms. Wow, spoilers. Yeah, but we we kind of have known that for a few months since we got the the growth chart for Gammon. So, well, yeah, but some of us we... don't care about Digimon and don't read the growth charts air. That's fair. I didn't say how many, and I didn't say, like, what they looked like, but we just know th- th- there is more than one. Okay. So we do have more evolutions to get, gotcha, but gotcha. not for Jellymon and Angoramon. So we just get Jellymon's evolution out of the way, and then we can get, like, with the with the plot, which is Gammon's evolutions and why Gammon is like this. Mm-hmm. So, do you have any predictions for next week's episode? Yeah, I wrote three things. Uh, the first one is frog with spaces between each letter. Uh, the next one is Jellymon New Evo? Question mark. And the third is plot? Question mark. And then in parentheses, another question mark. <laughs> that is fair. Uh, Those so are my the, predictions. The frog looks like looks like Shogun Gekomon slash Tonosama Gekomon. I feel. I think at least. Yeah. But yeah, I'm. I know there's more to it, it, but my brain is just like that's a Naruto reference. <laughs> <laughs> that's that is. It's like uh, Kaiser is Japanese for emperor. Yeah. That is a that is a Digimon reference. The Kaiser in uh, World War One. But anyway, I'm I'm wondering if it'll be like we'll get another new Digimon, but like evolving from an old Digimon. Like Tanosama Gekomon's been around forever. I'm wondering if we get him evolving into a new Digimon, which we haven't seen yet or hasn't give, been given a name yet, and he just exists as this new Digimon, and that's the Mon of the Week. On the basis that if Tanosama Gekomon is the Mon of the Week, it would feel kind of weird to get an evolution to Mega to defeat a perfect level. That feels like a little bit of overkill, so I'm wondering if we'll get, like, either he's not the Mon of the Week, or we'll get, like, a new Digimon evolving from this fairly old Digimon. Hmm. I'm always here for new Digimon evolving from old Digimon, though. That's, like, mm-hmm. that's like my favorite thing in the world. It's an easy like, way to Yay. get a 5 out of 5 from an episode from Air. Basically, because we have, like, it starts Otamamon, who is a tadpole, evolves to Geckomon, who is kind of like a frog, but also a gecko, and then evolves to Tonosama Gekomon slash Shogun Gekomon. So I kind of like, I'm wondering if we finally get to complete that evolution path by giving him like a, a mega. Like I'm, I'm wondering if that's that's yeah. what's happened. I'm I'm probably wrong. It could just be like he's not the Mon of the Week or he's like a lackey of the Mon of the Week. Uh, and, and very much so if we, if it is an evolution episode, I'm like, it'd be weird if it was just a perfect. So but yeah, th- th- those are my predictions anyway. Alright everyone, so thanks for listening to another episode of Lost in Translation Mon. You can find a link dump in the description and you can contact us and stay updated. You can leave us a comment on this episode on YouTube, join in on the conversation, and for a full list of ways to find the podcast across the internet, such as YouTube, TikTok, Twitch and Twitter, head over to linktree, linktr.ee slash lostintranslationmon. And it's uh, linked in Twitter. Elon Musk tried to ban Linktrees. Everyone was like, why? And then he was like, okay, Linktrees are allowed now. It's okay. So that was that was a wild 12 hours, where, or less than 12 hours, when Linktree was illegal on Twitter. It was a time. 
Uh, Twitter's yeah, fine at the moment, by the way. Doesn't uh, seem like it. So, no, it's definitely not. It's a very weird, like, every day it's like it's a new thing. Like, Twitter just the other day just wasn't loading for anybody in Australia uh, <laughs> across all devices. Uh, so it's fine, really. Um, that that might have been a cloud flare issue, but it definitely was interesting that it was, seemed to be just Twitter. Anyway, so if you enjoy the podcast or videos or even my silly posts online, you can show your support by signing up on Patreon and get some cool rewards and help us hit milestones. And thank you to our current supporters on Patreon, Stephen Reeves, who is Wawansifo on our Kaveroon, Kadawashi Chisai, who can follow Twitter at Chisai236, Neobu, who says you should follow Chisai on Twitter at Chisai236, Lismet, who is Luckman on Tumblr, Nichols, Emery from Gone Will Hunting, a Hunter Hunter Rewatch podcast, Magnus, Lucas, Jason105, Patrick, Jason, Shelby, Digital Hazard, who is on Twitch at the Digital Hazard, Alemist, Tropimon, and Vmon Tamer. You can also make on one after nine. Don't that wasn't even a word. A one-off donation on PayPal, which you found linked in the description. It's PayPal.me/Ergemon. You can also date me on my coffee account, ko-fi.com/Erdra. And that's it for another week. So Quinn, anything you've been enjoying or anything lately? Quinn isn't here, but Chloe also doesn't Did really have Quinn? much to oh, say. I mean- <laughs> I, I was th- I was thinking about like I was gonna say like something involving Quinn, but then I I didn't. I was like oh, I'll say that later, and then I just combined it, so I ended up saying, "Hey Quinn, what are you doing?" Sorry, Chloe. No worries. Uh, I haven't really been up to much. I've just been watching after Yumi. Uh, Quinn's getting back tonight, so that'll be exciting. Uh, and I found some new uh, Yuri to watch that I'm probably going to watch once we stop recording. That's cool. Yeah. I have to uh, watch all of One Piece because I found out there's all... a trans man in it. All of One Piece air. Yes, so now I have to watch all of it. Because... And I don't even know if I have that much time left in my entire life. I was going to say, this is a lifelong task, I bet. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know what I'm going to have to do there. Um, I might have to, like, I don't know. I'll figure something out, but yeah. There's entirely to, too to much One Piece. <laughs> there is so much One Piece. There is, like... There's there so much One Piece, they really ought to call things. it Two Piece at this point. Yeah, it's <laughs> definitely more than One Piece at this point. Uh-huh. It's, it's many piece. Anyway, that was a good one. <laughs> Thank uh, you. So, yeah. So, this is when I'll talk about Quinn. So, Quinn will presumably be joining us next time, and we'll get her thoughts in Quinn's Quatch Up. And I'm sticking with that. That's what it's called. I'm going to write it down. I'm going to write into my next segment guide, and I'll be like, that looks terrible yeah. when you don't say it. Yeah. Um, but I'm keeping it in there. So, yes, Quinn will presumably be joining us next time, and we'll provide her thoughts for episode 58. But in any case, we will catch y'all in the next one, presumably, unless, I don't know, the rooster decides to become a Digimon and then turn me to stone or something. I don't know. I, mm. I was going somewhere with that, but I lost the, the thought halfway through. So let's wrap lost up before my brain just leaks out of my nose or something. So anyway, so uh, thanks for listening, and we will see you on the next one. Bye. Bye.